This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, November 2nd, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. The mortgage interest deduction, whether intentionally or not, is a giveaway to the middle class subsidizing mortgage debt. Mark Calabria, Director of Financial Regulation Studies at the Cato Institute, says there's no time like the present to get rid of it. A piece in the New York Times uh, writes of Mitt Romney's proposal to cap the mortgage interest deduction. They say, while Mr. Romney's tax proposal overall may not be fair or sensible or even mathematically logical, Democrats shouldn't be so quick to attack any change to the mortgage interest deduction. Now, a lot of politicians have had a hard time getting rid of what is essentially a big piece of welfare to families who are able to afford to buy homes. It, it is really one of those uh, you know issues where pretty much policy analysts, economists across the board agree that this is distortionary uh, tax preference. But again, you see this agreement among the policy wonks and there's a totally agreement among the politicians. It's just a different agreement. The politicians by and large look at this and say, well, you know, homeowners vote and they do. Home, you know, a number of studies have found homeowners are far more likely to vote than renters. The odd thing I think about the mortgage introduction that's kept it around for so long is that the benefits are so concentrated. Uh, you add in California, Connecticut, New Jersey, New York, and you get something like 80 percent of the value of the mortgage interest reduction. So the interesting political question, of course, is why do people in Texas continue to support the mortgage interest reduction when they get so little? But I think the big part of it is it really is looking at what is going to be the impact of the housing market. I guess we should should start this with saying the mortgage interest reduction was not something that was an exclusive set aside when the tax code was created. Uh, when the tax code was created, interest was deductible. So your credit card interest used to be deductible up until the 1986 Tax Act. So all consumer interest was deductible. Uh, there was a big, as we know, a big reform in 86 to try to flatten the, ta- the tax code, simplify the tax code. Uh, and one of the things that survived due to the political strength of the real estate industry was the mortgage interest deduction. But we certainly, we certainly should keep in mind there was never, ever an explicit Let's subsidize mortgages. Right, but uh, from the perspective of a potential home buyer, uh, hearing a politician say "let's subsidize mortgages" is uh, probably not a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, it certainly allows you to uh, buy more. And I think there's a general agreement, uh, even among those who would like to get rid of it, like myself, that you would have a negative impact on house prices. Now, of course, that really depends upon, you know, as we economists say, the elasticity of supply. It, it depends on how tight the housing market is. For instance, in some place like Dallas, removing the mortgage interest reduction would probably have about no impact, no visible impact on house prices, whereas removing the mortgage interest reduction would probably see somewhere of a 5 to 10 percent decline in prices in places like San Francisco. So the more the, the more supply constrained on affordable markets, you'd certainly see a decline in prices. I would argue that in San Francisco, since the median house price is about eight times median income, we should probably want prices to come down in places like San Francisco. Now, you and I might agree that we should just get rid of this uh, set aside uh, as quickly as possible. Mitt Romney has proposed capping the deduction, which says to me that the subsidy that would go to higher income people to purchase more house than they otherwise would, uh, is would go away to some extent. You would. And I think it is worth saying that, um, you know, I would like the, you know, the policy ex post to not be there, but it is there. And, you know, certainly homeowners have bought many uh, places. 
based on that assumption and, and built into the house price. So I do think you could have a transition period. And I think you should have a transition period that is a reasonable amount of time, you know, that grandfather's existing mortgages in. Now, because so much of the mortgage interest deduction is top-loaded, if you will, for instance, um, 75% of the value goes to homeowners making more than $60,000, and that is above median household income. Uh, about half of it goes to homeowners making over $100,000. So, you know, half of the value of the mortgage introduction is going to six-figure households. Now, of course, some will say this is unfair. You know, I, I think you have to also keep in mind it goes to the predominantly to the houses that pay taxes. You know, so it is actually probably less regressive than the overall tax code. So again, it's not surprising that the highest income households get the largest mortgage introduction because they also pay the largest taxes. One of the important things to keep in mind is in, in the aftermath of the financial crisis, we all look at this and, and say leverage, not just on part of financial institutions, which is important, but also part of households. You know, the number of homeowners that are underwater, an important distinguish, uh, I think that distinguishes that often the mortgage introduction is presented as a subsidy home ownership. Well, first of all, it goes to people who are going to buy anyhow. And most of the empirical evidence is that it doesn't move the home ownership rate at all. But more importantly, it's not a subsidy for home ownership. It's a subsidy for home debt, which is a very different thing. Uh, and again, you see in the financial crisis that those households that are underwater are more likely to be able to, to, to walk away. So in a sense, the mortgage instruction has contributed to the foreclosure numbers we see today. And if the homeowners had more equity, they would have had more cushion. And we probably would be in a much better place if we had not had it. So there is a financial stability argument to make behind it. It's also important to keep in mind that the value of the mortgage interest deduction is directly related to outstanding interest rates. And this is obvious because it should be obvious. The higher mortgage rates are, the higher the value of the mortgage introduction. And of course, the higher the value of the mortgage introduction, the higher the value of it that is capitalized in house prices. And the reason that this is important is we are seeing record low interest rates. So if there is a time, and of course, some will say you don't want to get rid of it now because the housing market's you know, weak and you, so you don't want to have that price effect. I would make the other argument, which is interest rates are so low now that if you want to minimize the price impact of reducing the mortgage introduction, there is no better time than today. Mark Calabria is Director of Financial Regulation Studies at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.